The Natural Way with Sandy. Dr. Sandy Rogers bringing you Folk Medicine Revival. The Natural Way. The past guides us to well-being. Good evening, folks, and welcome to another podcast. This one is entitled Feet, Fabulous Feet. Feet are the foundation of the entire physical anatomy. And whilst we're talking about foundations, I want to recognise somebody who assisted in the development and formation of a strong foundation for natural medicine. This person actually was responsible for the editorship of Nature and Health magazine. And I link this person to feet because feet are powerful, but so too is the spoken as well as written word. In fact, the written word is extremely powerful. But it is what is written, how it's written, the subjects that are written. And it is through the Nature and Health magazine, which unfortunately is no longer, but we have the editor, Pamela Allardyce, who basically for 39 or so years, I might be wrong there, Pamela, I'm sorry if I'm a year or two out, but Pamela was the editor of Nature and Health magazine over all of those years. And this covers an era where natural medicine was thought of as quackery. But it was through journals and articles, magazines that started to be written around that 38, 39 years ago that formed a solid foundation and a foundation of credibility for natural medicine practitioners. So every natural medicine practitioner should really be complimenting and thanking Pamela for her wonderful support, her outstanding wisdom when it came to choosing what subjects to write about and then getting it out there through a magazine that was regarded as one of the better magazines, Nature and Health. If you have an opportunity, go online and have a look at some of those articles. They're still up there, um, although Nature and Health has closed down. If anyone wants to be looking at finding a great writer, Uh, somebody who is highly organised, well experienced, well then you might want to call on Pamela for her assistance because her abilities are extraordinary. So from me, Pamela, thank you very much. Now, let's get on to Feet Fabulous Feet, another foundation. Basically, the foundation that I mentioned to you, I would also be suggesting that feet should be thought of as an organ, You may laugh and say, what do you mean an organ? Well, if we follow the definition of what is an organ, an organ is a piece of the anatomy that is vital to life, I do consider that the feet are vital to life. And any of you out there who know me, you know how passionate I am about the health of the feet. Incorporating the leg. Now remember, the leg is from the knee down. The knee up is the thigh. So virtually from the knee down, incorporating the foot, I would suggest that we need to start looking after our feet better. Just think about it. If you have sore feet, you hurt all over, don't you? Not only that, 
But if your feet are not biomechanically tracking well and balanced, that is from the heel hitting the ground to the toes leaving the ground, that is heel strike to toe off, then if there are deviations from normalcy in that gait pattern, then it is not unusual to have very sore feet with a range of conditions such as inflammatory conditions, plantar fasciitis would be one, and then going into sore ankles, sore knees, sore back, sore neck, sore shoulders. Well, why is this? The reason being is as your foot hits the ground at the heel, the vibration that moves up the body is enormous and there is a lot of pressure on the anatomy as you're moving. It is such an engineering feat, our feet. If you look at the combinations of the size of your feet to the size of the body and this foundation needs to be stable enough to assist in you moving and that is not only just walking but also running all the activities that you do. So it is really important that when we think about the feet and we're thinking there about the surface anatomy I also want to include for you that there is stress on internal organs as well if you are not biomechanically tracking well. The reason for that is, as I said previously, the vibration. Also, as the spine comes under load as you're moving, the nerves from the central nervous system that go around and literally assist and support the function of all your organs If there is an impairment throughout that process, your organs don't work well either. So think about the heel strike. And if you don't hit the ground well, you'll immediately want to move the head forward and round off the shoulders for biomechanical stability. So that's where you'll see people with their head and jaw forward with rounded shoulders. Well, ask yourself, How are the lungs and the heart going if there is all that closed down in the chest cavity? So thinking about looking after your feet, making sure that you keep them in pristine condition. And I'll talk about that a little later, how you can do that. But I don't want you to think of the feet as just bone, muscle and skin hanging off the ankles. And the only time you do anything about them is when they're sore. I want you to start thinking about the link between the entire foot, the structure, and how it influences the rest of the body. I developed a discipline called reflexognosy. Now that differs from reflexology. Reflexology works with charts and they have organ names on the feet. The reflexognosy, the discipline that I developed, actually confirms and validates why it is that the feet actually are so important and how by massaging the feet and going through a range of stretches and building some strength into the feet you can literally change the functionality of internal organs. It has nothing to do with pressing magical points on the feet. It is to do with the entire foot and the entire leg. It also has to do with the more relaxed you are biomechanically as you walk, the more relaxed your body will be and the less tension there is on all the internal organs. Good health does stem from good foot care. Through the feet, by exercising the feet as well as massaging the feet, you can literally 
activate the circulatory system. You can improve what's called peripheral vascular return, that is blood coming to the surface. You can improve that significantly by massaging the feet and the legs. The movement of the body, if your feet are relaxed, as I said, there is less tension in the anatomy as well as in the cavities where we have the abdominal cavity as well as the chest cavity and the pelvic cavity. So the less tension there is in there, then your organs are going to perform better. But there is another point that I want to make. Fungus is a common presentation on the feet because of lack of hygiene and also fungus is particularly uh, contaminated. It's a, a very contagious condition and it will transfer. Uh, people in your family may have um, a fungus, they have the tinea there and then because the showers aren't washed out and sterilised in between people having showers you'll find that tinea now is shared by everybody in the family. What about if you go to public swimming pools? Those sorts of things, change rooms down at the beach, you end up with tinea so therefore protect your feet by always having something on them and also making sure that you sterilize the feet after being in those places but the other thing I want to share with you is that bouts of tinea also demonstrates that your immune system needs some support in fact if your immune system was working at its peak then you wouldn't get the tinea because your immune system would be able to fight it. So therefore, it tells us more about if you get recurring tinea, it tells us about two things, hygiene of the feet, also what you wear on your feet, socks, stockings and shoes, as well as the health of your immune system. So you may want to get a practitioner to help you build your immune system. Shoes are also another integral part of looking at feet, fabulous feet, and supporting them. We must make sure that when wearing shoes, that they fit properly and they support the feet. Thongs, as an example, may be cool in summer, but if you're going to go and do some significant walking, there is no support for the foot as you are locomoting, as you're moving. So therefore, even on hot days, it's important that if you're going to go walking and stressing those feet, make sure that the arches are well supported so as the foot doesn't flatten out and then you end up with flat feet. The structure of the foot with the 26 bones that we have covered and by the skin but also supported by muscles, ligaments and tendons, it is absolutely imperative that our footwear doesn't cramp the foot and that you are able to move and locomote in those shoes and have your feet comfortable. The width of your first finger at the end of your tip, the tip of your big toe should be the room that you have between your uh, inside your shoe. But if your second toe, which many do have, I do, the second toe is longer than the first, do that finger width at the end of the longest toe and make sure you've got that little bit of extra movement, that little bit of extra give, but also make sure that you've got well-supported footwear. A lot of people say to me, oh, that means I can't wear high heels. No, of course you can wear high heels, but not if you're going to go and walk any distance. Walking a few steps into a theatre, 
going and sitting down a few steps back to the car, not a problem. But if you're going to go to the races, and like we see so many people at the races um, with their high heel shoes on, they're standing and walking all day, how many people do you see walking around with their shoes in their hand at the end of the day because their feet and their back and their neck and their shoulders are so sore? Why? Because you are not meant to be that tilted on these high heel shoes. So general foot care is something to think about. I suggest that three times a week you have a foot bath and that foot bath would be nice warm water with half a cup of Epsom salts. Epsom salts is a wonderful healing agent with its magnesium to be helping supporting the soft tissue of the feet as well as the penetration of that magnesium that comes through with the Epsom salts. It's really wonderful to be able to do that. But the other thing to think about is that the Epsom salts can be a little drying. So you might want to use a nice quality vegetable-based sorbolene, not a petroleum-based sorbolene. So get a vegetable-based sorbolene and then moisturize your feet every night before going to bed. Now, having said that, Getting up in the morning, maybe you have your shower in the morning. Be careful because as water hits your feet, it can be a little slippery. So always have either in the bath or in the shower a bath mat to stop you slipping. The next to think about is nail care. How many of you say, I'm not going to go to a podiatrist and get my nails cut? Um, It's too dear. I can't afford it, I can do it myself. So you go off and you buy a pair of nail cutters and you start cutting away. The next thing many of you will find is that you will end up with ingrown toenails. The reason is the way you've cut your nails has now set your nail up to be ingrown. And if you have inappropriate footwear and nails that are not cut professionally, then you really are heading towards getting a problem with ingrown nails and there's nothing worse than having an ingrown toenail. I'm sure a lot of you out there will actually think about that and say, oh yes, um, I've had that. Now, when we're looking at the nail care, we look at foot care, we've looked at the shoes, the good health, I did mention to you about reflexognosy. And I'm bringing reflexognosy into a 10-day intensive again. I've taught this for many, many years. And I am going to be doing a 10-day course in 2020. And there'll be a little advertisement that we will incorporate here. And that is coming over to you now. Are you a massage practitioner wanting to improve your clinical results? Do you find that you do a very good quality massage, but the person keeps returning with either sore legs sore lower back, sore midriff, sore shoulders or sore neck. It seems to hold that massage for maybe a couple of weeks, but then everything keeps coming back. Why is this so? Well, the answer may lie in heel strike. What is happening at heel strike is going to set up problems that will manifest itself along the spinal pathway. So learning a subject such as reflexognosy, and that is not reflexology, reflexognosy. Reflexognosy is a very scientific method that has been put together to be able to produce astounding clinical results. So 
by doing a course in reflexognosy, you as massage practitioners out there in the workforce can improve your clinical outcomes extraordinarily. So join me on a course. I'll be doing a 10-day intensive in Queensland in early 2020 and we will be limiting the numbers. So if you are interested in joining me on a 10-day intensive here on the Gold Coast, simply give me a call on 0411 047 821 or send an email to sandy, S-A-N-D-I, at sandyrogers.com.au and I will be able to keep you informed about this fantastic intensive coming up on the Gold Coast. So any of you out there who are massage practitioners anywhere in Australia and you want to come up to the Gold Coast for a 10-day intensive program, we'll be able to have lots of fun. Go to some of the shopping centres, not for shopping, but for observation to look at people walking in their horrendous sandals and thongs and bare feet on hard ground and just have a look at their biomechanics the way their back looks where their head is placed the way their shoulders are hunched it's a great exercise to do but you do need to have a certificate four of massage as a minimum in order to be able to come into that 10-day intensive program now what do we do then about looking for somebody who basically can do legs and feet well podiatrists can look at you for uh, legs and feet but you might want to look up to see if there are any reflex ognosis in your area that's reflex ognosis remember that they look at you biomechanically they will look at the health of the foot they will look at the way that you're gating your shoes your footwear etc the Australian Traditional Medicine Society may also be able to put you in contact with uh, someone who has done reflex ognosy in your area Uh, Or maybe ask your massage practitioner, have they done any reflexognosy training? And if they haven't, we'll tell them there's a a program coming up in January in Queensland. Now, when we start thinking about the health of our feet, I want you all to be able to feel for your pulse, which is on the top of your foot. So if you go and draw a finger between the big toe and the second toe and just go halfway to the top of the foot and feel around there for a pulse. Now the reason I want you to do this is I want you to feel and count how number one is the pulse strong and then just count the beats of the pulse. Does it stay strong or does it weaken off? It's so important to actually it's called the dorsal pedis artery and you're able there to be able to determine the strength of the circulation coming down into your feet. The next thing I want you to do is squeeze the tip or the side of your big toe until it's white around the thumb where you're pressing and then let it go and count for how long the blood returns. It'll go pink again, so go white to pink. So count one and two and three. Anything over about 1.5 seconds is a bit slow. That's called peripheral vascular return. So you might want to exercise, do a little bit more walking, do some foot bars, massage your feet yourself, or get someone to massage your calves or do that yourself. Lift your foot, go up and down like as if you're tapping your foot to music, which will 
energize and exercise that posterior compartment, the muscles at the back there, which is calf muscles, because there's a big artery going through there. And the more you can move your foot to get that muscle working, you're then assisting the circulation to improve. So there's a couple of little hints and tips that we've got there for you. Now let's go back to our foot baths. If, as an example, you've got fairly sluggish circulation coming down into the feet, you might want to put in some apple cider vinegar in with the Epsom salts. And that is around about two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar and also a couple of tablespoons of fresh grated ginger. You could almost drink it, couldn't you, when you think about it, but not really because you've had your feet in it. But you get my drift. Apple cider vinegar fresh grated ginger into a foot bath and if you have those foot spas they're terrific because they also have a little bit of a, a massage that is going on around the feet as well. Folks I can't stress enough how important it is to look after your feet and legs because the most important aspect there is it gets you around and if your feet are sore you really don't get around very well. And at the end of the day, your overall health of your entire body is going to be affected. But the more you can focus on your feet and the more you can get them feeling terrific, you will feel terrific as a response to that. Now, the one thing I would like to leave you with is to think about everything you do to your face Every Say that you spend two and a half minutes on your face or women who do makeup or men who trim beards, it could be that you're spending 10 to 15 minutes a day on your face. Well, if you spent the same amount of time on your feet, just the same amount of time on your feet, you will actually benefit. But let me say this, the longer you spend on your feet, the better you're going to feel. They scream out for massage. They scream out for nurturing. They scream out for care. They do such a big job, but they're so totally overlooked until they hurt. Because when they hurt, boy, don't they hurt. So folks, until next time, please find happiness in every moment. And as I mentioned, Pamela, um, look her up. The spelling of her last name A-L-L-A-R-D-I-C-E, Allardyce. So that's Pamela Allardyce. 39 years writing that natural medicine, uh, sorry, being the editor of Natural Medicine uh, magazine. She really is uh, and has played an integral part in the validation and the acceptance of natural medicine across this country. So every natural medicine practitioner out there I want you to seek her out. She's probably on LinkedIn as well. Seek her out and say good day and say thank you. So until next time, please find happiness in every moment and look after those feet. And let's see if we can get to 10,000 people listening to our free podcasts and helping more and more people. We've just had Spain join us and we've got people in the United States and the United Kingdom. So welcome, take care everybody and please look after those feet. The Natural Way with Sandy.
Dr. Sandy Rogers bringing you Folk Medicine Revival. The natural way. The past guides us to well-being.